pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. It's John Bozica, 10 until noon, Monday through Friday. Local issues, community information, and lots of opinions. So last week on Memorial Day in Hudson, Ohio, that's to the north of here, the people that don't know that, and guessing most of you know where that is, as it's, you know, a hop, skip, and a jump from where we're all sitting right now in uh, Star County or wherever you may be listening. And one of the things that has been in the news is what happened involving the American Legion that day when there was kind of a, a celebration of sorts being held that day and what transpired during that time, during that event, to talk more about that and try to understand maybe why the things that happened did and what can be done to prevent them moving forward. We bring in State Representative Casey Weinstein, who represents the Hudson area. State Representative, how are you this morning, sir? I am great, sir. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. Thanks for coming on to the show, and thanks for wanting to talk about this. So for my listeners that don't know, could you give them kind of a detailed rundown of what took place here so that they have a better idea of it themselves? Sure, John. Um, So Hudson every year has a a ceremony um, for our on Memorial Day for, uh, you know, our fallen um, servicemen and women. Uh, and this year, and they, they typically have a guest speaker. We typically have a parade before it. Uh, this year, we, we weren't able to pull the parade off in time with things opening up. So we had a ceremony on our green where we recognized um, Hudson veterans and had some of their family and friends speak. And then we, we, uh, um, the, the second ceremony was headed over in the cemetery. They had a retired lieutenant colonel uh, who served for many years. Um, come and speak about the about Memorial Day, and he, uh, for a couple minutes, um, gave a little bit of background on the holiday. Which, um, well, not I don't know if you could call it a holiday on our on the on the the history of Memorial Day. Um, and it turns out part of that history, a big part of that history, is when freedmen, uh, African Americans from the South, um, you know, honored and remembered the Union soldiers who had given their lives to free them. And, um, and you know, that was a big part of that history. Well, the organizers of the uh, event, the, the folks in charge, uh, the leadership of Post 464, um, apparently knew that was coming, had, not, uh, had asked him to not talk about that. But Lieutenant Colonel, uh, Lieutenant Colonel went ahead and did it. Then at that point, um, they asked the sound engineer to cut uh, his mic um, and silence him. Um, so... <laughs> The sound engineer refused to do it, uh, and then they went over the leaders. I think Jim Garrison was the gentleman who actually pulled the plug, and for several minutes, uh, the colonel was, you couldn't really hear him out there in the cemetery speaking about this critical history of Memorial Day. 
Um, so that, uh, that's what really sparked. And then the, the Akron Beacon Journal reported on this, and, and that's what sparked the, uh, the outcry that ensued. Wow. And obviously a situation that, you know, with everything that's happened in the last year, you know, turning off a mic and preventing a story about race from being told, especially during a time like that where, you know, it could be maybe some sort of, I don't know, unifying call for things. Um, what does that say about where we continue to be at? with discussions of race in this country, state representative, and, and what does it say that we need to do? Well, we need to be comfortable with discomfort. On, on, this shouldn't be a political thing. This isn't a right-left thing. This is a reality situation where we have, an, you know, we have in many ways an incredible history in this country and in many ways a, a terrible one that we need to reckon with. And, you know, not just U.S. history, but, but all of our history uh, we need to be comfortable with the fact that not all of that some of it's going to make you uh, discom- <laughs> uncomfortable, um, and that's okay. If you're if you're not uncomfortable learning about history, it's probably propaganda. It's probably not actual history. I'm very wary of the thought police coming in and saying, you know, no, we need to censor this. We need to silence this. We need to. We're not going to talk about this part of our history um, because we need to reckon with all of it. Um, and this was a great example of a key part of history. And I'll, I'll admit, I didn't know this. Um, was part of the origin story of Memorial Day was these was these freed slaves um, helping to memorialize those who sacrificed their lives for their freedom. What I mean, what more is this holiday about than that? And giving their than the servicemen and women who've given their lives for our freedom. Um, so you know it, that that's my message. My takeaway is is we need to learn more. Uh, and open up more about our past. Well, and and I know for some people that's such a difficult thing to do, and, and we've spent a lot of time here on this show talking about this topic and talking about being comfortable with being uncomfortable. And um, I, I guess sometimes I feel like, State Representative, that people don't really understand that when you say that to them. You know, and, and I feel like that's sometimes where the problem begins is that people don't want to understand what it actually means to be uncomfortable when talking about these things, you know, for me, yeah, it's a great point, John. As a child, <clears throat> excuse me, I grew up in Northern Virginia, and I remember part of our curriculum um, was Holocaust, learning about the Holocaust, and and um, the new Holocaust Memorial, the National Holocaust Museum, had opened up when I was a kid uh, in D.C., and we went and toured that. And you know, as a young person, I think I was ten, uh, maybe eleven. I understood, you know, I understood the impact of that event. I watched the videos. I, I saw the footage. I went in the room with all the shoes of, of Jews uh, who had been, they took shoes away. They have this room in that museum that I'll never forget, uh, full of shoes that they took from people before they went into gas chambers. And that, to me, is an example of an incredibly uncomfortable part of history that that we need to learn, and 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 of course that affects us. Is we we went and we were the liberators in World War II, um, but we also need to understand that you know America isn't isn't blameless. We're not a flawless country. We have uh, we have our own difficult histories that we have to reckon with too. Germany uh, really uh, really takes pains. I was reading an article on this the other day to to reckon with fascism and nazism and and the ramifications of that we need to do the same with slavery here 
and oppression here in America. And it's hard because we want, you know, we I, I grew up, you know, we want to say America's always always been the good guy, always been on the right side. But we have our own issues in our past um, that we have to talk about, that we have to reckon with and understand. Well, and, and with the growing misinformation that's out there is Casey Weinstein, state representative from the Hudson area, is my guest. Last question for you here, too, state representative, and then I'll let you get on your way. But with the growing misinformation and the growing divide, does that make doing something like this that much tougher? Or does that make it easier because you know where the lines are drawn in the sand? You know, I'm, I actually am heartened coming out of this, John. I uh, The community, um, I mean, conservative, liberal, left, right, old, young, <laughs> came together on this thing and said, no, this was wrong. And it was a veteran who was silenced talking about black history. And so it was an interesting nexus of some of the culture wars right now. Um, And the result has been resounding. I want to say the Ohio Legion has handled it extremely well. Um, I've worked closely with them through this process. And, you know, I think actually an event like this, as, as, as bad as it was, the silver lining is a couple things. One is that story went global. Um, I, I saw my tweets in, uh, covered in The Guardian on this thing and uh, the BBC. And so, was, I mean, we, we truly went global. And the, and the second part is we all, I think, drew a line in the sand and said, this is too much. Like, this is, this is part of our history we need to talk about and reckon with and learn from. So I'm actually, I'm coming out of it in an optimistic mindset. State Representative Casey Weinstein, I always appreciate the time and uh, look forward to the next time that we get to do this and have a discussion similar to this. Great stuff today, sir. Always appreciate you giving me some time and, and covering this important issue. Thanks, John. Absolutely. Have a good one. You too, sir.